Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in episode 94. What's right with Nick Wright? Our week 10 NFL gambling show. And a lot of things going on right now. One is this is going to be this show today is going to be a test of Demonze's ability to lock in and focus because he is livid right now. Because after I gave him a hard time a few weeks ago about not having his AirPods, he double checked to make sure he had them on the ride to the studio and now fears he left them in the ride to the studio. And there is nothing in the world that frustrates my son more than that type of mistake. Yeah. He is right now on a, if he walked out of this studio and got hit by a car, he would not be as frustrated <laughs> as he is this very moment. And then you add to it the layer of, and then we'll talk about the good things going on. You add to the layer of, Demonze learned a, new gambling lesson last week, which is it didn't end up even costing him his bets because after hitting a five-team parlay two weeks ago, last week flew a little too close to the sun, tried some six and seven-teamers, didn't work. But the first leg to lose of any of those was the, oh, let me just throw the Bills money line on there. Yeah. If this thing's going to pay $10 to win three ten. Why not make it 10 to win 340 free money? It's not like the Bills can lose the old huge favorite. Add them on the money line. We call that the Cousin Sal special. It's what my pal Cousin Sal is known for. So he dealt with that gambling loss. He's now figuring out, did, it, does this Uber driver have my AirPods? Or is it somewhere in this in, in here? So there's a lot going on. So, it, you know, the yin and the yang, if you will. A little rough, 96 hours for the wonderful Demonze. I, on the other hand, am flying higher than a kite. <laughs> Last week, show the record, three, one, and one. After we were in the depths, back-to-back -back winning weeks, we are now six, three, and one the last two weeks. Really should be seven, two, and one the last two weeks but I got talked out of a good Bengals pick and instead yeah. got a bad Vikings pick or the other way around, whatever it was two weeks ago. Last week, the Colts plus five and a half against the Patriots. You know what I'm going to say? I wasn't on the wrong side of that. Let me, now they got annihilated and then they fired their coach and they hired Jeff Saturday and the whole thing's an embarrassment. The My argument there was, I don't see how the Patriots can crack 17 points. The Patriots kicked four field goals, and scored two touchdowns. Here's how they scored their touchdowns. A pick six and a blocked punt that was returned to the two-yard line. Their yep. offense did nothing. Atlanta plus three against the Chargers. That's a push that's it was stolen from me, the fact that the Chargers pushed that. When Atlanta had the ball running upfield 
after a Charger fumble, yeah. <laughs> and then the guy just fumbled. Just, a little Casper fumble. Yeah, knocked the ball out of his own hands. <laughs> Seattle plus two, never a doubt. Baltimore minus two and a half, never a doubt. And for the second straight week, our lock of the week on national television comes down to the wire, and we cover by a half point. Oh, my goodness. Green Bay plus 10 and a half, followed by Tampa minus two and a half. So we're feeling great. Yeah. We go four and one this week, and we are above 500 for the season. Uh, but we would be at 500 if I hadn't let you guys make me switch my pick a week ago, but doesn't matter. We are feeling great. We love this slate. Love the slate. And as promised, we're hitting our stride for the stretch run of the year. The goal is on the season to be at 58%. That would be highly profitable. And then the goal is in the playoffs to be great. So to be at 58%, let me do some very quick math here before we get to today's picks. So we're doing five picks a week. Five times 18 is 90. So 0.58 times 90. We would need 52 wins. We would need to go 52 and 38 on the season. We are right now 21, 23, and one on the season. So we've got to go. It's going to be hard. We got to go essentially 30. Oh boy. That's we got to go. Let's just try to go 30 and 15. 30 and 15 the rest of the way. Six that's 67%. We can do it. Four and one weeks, three and two weeks, maybe mix in a five and oh week. I feel this week right here doesn't feel like a five and oh week, but it sure as hell feels like a four and one week. Let's show this. Let's show our first pick. Tennessee, minus two and a half at home against Denver. Now, there is some questions about Ryan Tannehill's health. We are recording this on Thursday. We don't yet have the Thursday injury report. However, here is what is going into my pick here. Ryan Tannehill briefly kind of warmed up against the Chiefs game, in the, against the Chiefs in that, in that game. That's a good sign. He was a he was not a did not participate in practice. He was a limited participant in practice uh, on Wednesday, so it's trending in the right direction. So if Tannehill, I believe, is likely to play, even if it's limited, what on earth would make anyone think the Titans should not be at least four point favorites against Denver? Denver's been awful. I know they're coming off a win in London, and then they got the bye. I get that. Tennessee, on the other hand, Derrick Henry has been unstoppable. The the biggest mistake they made in that Chiefs game was not giving him the ball more. Malik Willis will either have at least some experience if he is starting, and they'll have more experience figuring out what he can and can't do, or more likely Ryan Tannehill's there. More importantly, you know exactly what Denver is going to try to do offensively, which is nothing, and then take some deep shots with Russ. That Titans defense, what did it show against the Chiefs? Gave up a ton of yards, but was really good against the Chiefs. And if not for Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs got no huge plays, if not for Patrick Mahomes with his legs, the Chiefs lose that game. Well, Russell Wilson won't run. Biggest plays of the game, third and 17, Mahomes scrambled. Third and nine, at near the in the red zone, Mahomes scrambled for a touchdown. Two point conversion, Mahomes scrambled for that. Russ is not doing that. 
The Titans are a good team. They're at home. Denver's a bad team. They're on the road. We were laying less than a field goal. We love Tennessee minus two and a half. I think you and other people might a little be a little bit too high on them because of how they held up against the Chiefs. But it's not just the Chiefs. It's that the previous week against tech, the Texans with no quarterback, with it, uh, Malik Willis making his first career start, they were up 17 to three. I know you're like, oh, that's the Texans. The Broncos are not markedly better than the Texans. The the previous to they're just not previous to that they beat Indy by two scores they beat Washington they beat Indy again they beat Vegas now they're not winning these games by big margins I don't think they're a dominant team and at three and a half I might have pause Tennessee minus two and a half Tennessee wins by a field goal we love it next All right Chicago minus two and a half against Detroit. Okay, so let's talk about the Lions for a moment because right now we feel like they're a touch overvalued. Here's why we feel like they're a touch overvalued. And is this the game? I hope we have the graphics for it that I was supposed to go to. Chicago. There it is, Chicago minus two and a half against Detroit. Detroit going into that Packer game was on pace to be the worst defense in the history of the NFL, points-wise. Give up more points than any team ever in the history of the NFL. In that Packer game, it's like, oh, the defense turned a corner. Did it? Aaron Rodgers was at the one-yard line, threw the ball into a defensive lineman's helmet. Aaron Rodgers was then again at the one-yard line, threw an interception on a pass to a left tackle. Aaron Rodgers was then again inside the 25, threw an interception at the goal line once again. They then, at the end of the game, drove into the red zone, and Rodgers missed the pass. So while the Packers were not able to do anything offensively from a points perspective, they were able to move the football. And then you have Chicago. Justin Fields, now that he is being allowed to run, is one of the most dynamic, threatening players in the entire league. Now he has weaknesses, and the Bears' defense, they trade away Roquan Smith, they trade away uh, Robert Quinn, So there are some issues with them defensively. I don't know that Detroit can take advantage of those issues right now. That offense has come back down to earth. Detroit, do they, you have two teams that feel very differently about their losses last week. Chicago feels great about its loss. Chicago feels like the refs screwed them at the end. They hung 30 some points on Miami. They are, they they finally have an identity on offense. And Detroit didn't lose last week. I, I misspoke. Chicago feels about their loss motivated. Detroit, I wonder, with that win against Green Bay, I don't want to say think complacent. they're better than they are? Well, it may be a little satisfying. What I know is this, a, at less than a field goal, in Soldier, in Soldier Field, when Detroit's offense has been a team that is only dominant when it's at home, I really like Chicago. I like Justin Fields here. Chicago minus two and a half. All right, one more favorite, then we've got a couple underdog picks. So this, to me, is a must bet. I understand the Raiders are an embarrassment. I understand they have a worse time holding leads than any team I can remember. And laying six points feels like a lot. However, they are playing a team in the Indianapolis Colts that fired their play caller and then had the worst offensive performance of any team in football all year last week against the Patriots. 
They then fired Frank Reich and hired a guy who's never been a coach at any level but high school out of the ESPN studios and Jeff Saturday. If you are, so there, so I expect, and they promoted to play caller some 30-year-old. Right. So I expect a number of things from the Colts. One is for the offense with Sam Ellinger, a sixth-round second-year player at quarterback, with nobody left on the offensive staff coming off an impossibly bad performance, I expect the offense to be disjointed, disorganized. That's from the offensive side. From the team as a whole, I expect there to be veterans in that locker room that feel insulted and betrayed by the fact that this team has benched Matt Ryan. Now, he wasn't playing well, but he gives you a better chance than Sam Ellinger. Fired the coach and then brought in this, this guy. And I think there are going to be guys that have checked out on this season. The Raiders, on the other hand, Josh McDaniels does not want to be one and done. And the Raiders also, three times this year in losses, have been up 17 points. Set up, been up three scores in games they have ultimately lost. Now, that's pathetic by them, but it also means they can move the football. Their wins, they have, so the Raiders this year were up 17 on Arizona and lost, beat Denver by two scores, were up 17 on Kansas City and lost, beat Houston by three scores, were up 17 on Jacksonville, the prince that was promised. You guys wouldn't let me bet him. I'm very upset with you guys about that and lost. I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, didn't you end up still betting on them? No, oh, that, that was, was a couple weeks that ago. That was two weeks ago. Right. Uh, and so, the the Raiders are going to move the football. The Colts. The question to me is very simple. Go are, ahead. Are, are we are we sure that Jeff Saturday isn't a worse coach than Josh McDaniels? Are we sure that he is a worse coach? Yes, I'm sure. Just out of line. Josh McDaniels not good out of principle, but out of principle. This is an opportunity. There are certain opportunities to come along. There are no sure things in gambling. I understand that, but. I don't know that the Colts are going to be underdogs of less than a touchdown again the rest of the year. If they play Houston again, maybe, sure. But the, the, the being able to bet against whatever the hell they're doing in Indy and not having to lay a full touchdown is an opportunity we must take. And the real question is, do you think the Raiders are getting to 17? If the answer is yes, then they cover because the Colts are not breaking 10. The, the, the Colts are not breaking 10. The Raiders, I believe, are going to blow them out. So I will lay the full six points in Vegas with the Raiders. What's up? Jeff Saturday, we're in here. He'd be real fiery right now. Oh, yeah. Listen, he gives a good press conference. The guy's a media professional. Well, I can't. Well, we talked more on Thursday's pod about that hire. So I don't want to spend time on it here. But Vegas minus six. All right. Now a couple of dogs. The Chargers getting a full seven in San Francisco against the Niners. Now, the injury report discrepancies here is concerning. Yeah. The Chargers are super banged up. The Niners are getting healthy. However, and the Chargers have not been able to defend the run for a couple of years. The Niners are just going to want to run the football. I understand all of it. With that said, the Chargers are sneaky alive for the AFC West still. 
They have five wins. The Chiefs have six. The Chargers escaped with a victory last week. They are not going to roll over, and the Chargers know that in the AFC, they're not going to win the AFC West. So for the AFC, what final the wild card spots, you're going to have the Dolphins, the Jets, the Bengals, and the Chargers, those four teams fighting with only one spot available. Those right. four teams fighting, I'm sorry, with only three spots available. One of those teams is what I'm trying to say is not going to make it is a critically important game. I do not think they win outright, but I do think that this is a game they could win outright. They have the better quarterback by far. And I expect it to be close and worst case scenario of the Niners being up big, the Chargers have the firepower in the offense, even with the injuries where they can backdoor cover. Seven is too many points. We, we This is not a game we're going to tease. This is not, this is a, Stay away on the teaser stuff, but the Chargers getting a full seven in San Francisco, it's too many points. It should be San Francisco minus six, San Francisco minus five and a half. The full seven's too attractive. Pass up. We're jumping on it. Speaking of too many points, final game of the weekend that we're picking. Washington plus 11 against Philly. Washington is frisky with Taylor Heineke. Philly has not been, they have not trailed in the second half this year. It's pretty amazing. This is a divisional game. It's national television. These types of games are not blowouts. And Washington, again, the full 11 is like the 10 and a half with Green Bay, where even a game like Green Bay Buffalo, that is a blowout, you're still almost always just one touchdown drive away right. from covering. I don't think Washington can win, but I also think Washington is looking at it like we are absolutely alive for the playoffs. I don't view them as alive from the, for the playoffs, but from a record perspective, like the hunger of that, beating an undefeated team, I well, feel the, like they got nothing to lose. I mean, everyone is going to get Philly is going to get everyone's best shot. It's a divisional game. It's too many points. It's the only significant favorite of the weekend. That's the other part of this that to me is just wild is that there are now that, and we'll talk more about it later. Now that there's questions about Josh Allen's availability, Buffalo is not a big favorite. The, the, the chiefs are a near double digit favorite. And the only other big favorite is Philly. It's too many points for a divisional matchup for a team. That's not a terrible team. Washington plus 11. So our five picks this week, where you got two favorites of less than a field goal at home. Tennessee minus two and a half and Chicago minus two and a half against two awful teams, Denver and Detroit. We have one favorite of nearly a touchdown, but less than a touchdown against a team that clearly wants to tank and is in total upheaval in Indy. And then we're grabbing the points with the Chargers plus a full seven against, I'm getting seven points and I have the better quarterback. I like that. And then Washington, it's just too many points. Well, it should be a nine and a half point line. It's an 11 point line, Washington plus 11. But by the way, someone sent me the clip. The last time I, I did this, I about a nationally televised game where a team was just getting too many points, the Bills-Packers game, someone sent me the clip. I nailed it to the number. Yeah. Like I said, there's absolutely a scenario where this thing ends 27-17 with Green Bay backdoor covering. And it ended 27-17. 
Now, those those bets you haven't yet experienced and you're not going to believe the odds on them because they're almost impossible to win. Oh, the the guessing final score? The exact score bets that yeah. pay like 100 to 1 and yeah. 200 to 1, those seem right up your alley. So there's our five picks for the week. We got another dozen games to go through. We'll put them in our four categories. Stay away, be careful, and perfectly priced. That's next. What's right? Warmer, sunnier days are approaching, so fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Factor will help you meet your wellness goals just in time for summer, thanks to a vast menu of chef-crafted, never-frozen meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. These fresh meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Variety? They have that. Factor has 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Working on wellness goals? Factor has you covered with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. How do they taste? They're delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious, and delicious options. What about quality? Each Factor meal is restaurant quality with premium ingredients like filet mignon, blackened salmon, and shrimp. So start spending less time in the kitchen now because you don't have to shop, prep, cook, or clean up. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash nickwright50 and use code nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code nickwright50 at factormeals.com slash nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All right, welcome back in. What's right, Nick Wright? We just gave you our five picks this week. Tennessee minus two and a half, Chicago minus two and a half, Vegas minus six, Chargers plus seven, and Washington plus 11. There's, you guys will have already seen Thursday night football. I was kind of upset last week because Thursday night football last week, I nailed, but we don't do those picks anymore because people have already seen the game. But Thursday night last week, I said on the show, I just thought it was too many points with the Eagles against the Texans. Uh, and I think it was ended up going off at 13 and a half. The Texans lost by 12. This week, the game that will have already been played is Atlanta laying two and a half at the Panthers. I would like Atlanta here, but we're not we're not doing anything on that game. But, but just it. to get on the record, I would like Atlanta here. Right. All right. Stayaways, three games. Seattle and Tampa, Minnesota and Buffalo, and Arizona and the Rams. And I'll explain why those are our three stayaway games in order right now. Seattle is getting two and a half points against Tampa in Germany. You you want me to pick Seattle, correct, Demonze? Yeah, as always. You like Seattle here. Yeah. I understand that. Why am I staying away from this game? Because of the flight. Because of the flight. I know you're laughing. Okay. This is a good reminder for all our friends out there that bet these games. You don't have to bet every game. Why would you want to bet the first game ever played in Germany? We don't know what the impact. We literally have no proof of concept, no history to lean on, 
nothing. So we're trusting Taylor Heineke in primetime, but not Seattle Seahawks because of their long flight. What I am saying is that there is so much unknowns. We have never seen an NFL team have to play a game having traveled this far. It's the furthest any team has traveled in the history of professional football to play a football game. Seattle to Germany. Why would I bet it? Now, you might say, well, in that case, why aren't you just betting Tampa? Because I don't know. Maybe it won't affect them at all. I, it's a, that, that is why we have the stay away category. Total unknown about the impact of the flight. We are staying away from it. It also feels like they are daring you to pick Seattle. That, that's almost why I put it in the be careful category. Kind of lose that dare on my That end. Seattle is getting points against a Tampa team that's looked like a mess all year. All right, next one. Minnesota at Buffalo. This game started Buffalo eight and a half. Nine. That in the look ahead line. It then, after the Bills lost to the Jets, went to seven and a half. Then Josh Allen's injury news came out. It dropped to four and a half. Now it's three and a half. This, if come Sunday, Josh Allen is ruled out, I would obviously immediately bet Minnesota. I think it might move all the way to a pick in that circumstance, but the Bills can't run the football. Their defense is banged up. But because there is a real question about the health of the Bills' most important offensive player by a mile, you can't, I can't handicap this. If Josh Allen plays Buffalo minus three and the line will move again. But right now, if you knew what Josh Allen's playing status is, you could get three points of value in either direction. If Josh Allen's playing, it should be Bills minus seven. If he's not playing, it should be a pick em. We don't know. So we're staying away. And the exact, the go ahead. So am I crazy for thinking the seven and one Vikings aren't a bad pick, even if Josh Allen does play? Well, they are a bad pick at plus three and a half if right. Allen plays. Because you could have gotten it seven and a half on Monday morning. Right. So you just you can't give up four points of line value. The if you like the Vikings, even if Allen plays, then you wait until Sunday. Off a loss to the Jets with Josh Allen. Yeah, no, I understand. But my point is this. If you think the Vikings can cover even if Allen plays, then wait till it's announced that he's playing. And get the extra points. Yeah. You know, or even if you want to bet them on the money line, get the extra value. Like That's you fair. just it's just too early. And the by the we'll be very quick on Arizona, the Rams. Neither quarterback practiced yesterday. The Stafford's in concussion protocol out of nowhere. So he's probably not gonna play. They had a walkthrough yesterday in Arizona. Kyler was a non-participant in the walkthrough where they said he wouldn't have been a participant in practice. Now, didn't a new Call of Duty come out yesterday? Uh, there was an update. Yeah. There was so, an update. This is, we we don't know who's playing quarterback for either team. We're staying away. It's very simple. I'm not going to spend time handicapping that. We don't know who's playing quarterback. All right. Be careful. Jags at the Chiefs, Houston at the Giants, and Cleveland at Miami. So, we're being careful. On Jags at Chiefs, what you look skeptical on. I mean, it's the Jags and the Chiefs. Uh Like, How do you not bet a single side there? It's the Prince that was promised and your boy Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so one of my flaws with gambling is I won't bet against the Chiefs. I'll either bet on them or stay away. (laughs) Okay. Obviously, you know, the Prince that was promised catching. That'd be a double negative. Catching (laughs) almost 10 points would be fun. 
You guys have banned me from betting the Jaguars, however. Here's why I'm saying be careful. Everybody thinks the Jags stink. The Chiefs are coming off a game where Mahomes was great, but the offense wasn't explosive. The whole world's going to lay the nine and a half. The Chiefs have not been a great covering team on spreads more than a touchdown. They're great at covering medium spreads. Big spreads, they have not been great at that. They th- Their blowouts have come against teams. They had, you know, Arizona, minus five. Tampa, minus three. When they are f- expected, Tennessee, they're favored by 14. Damn near lost the game. Yeah. So, to me, it is a, st- it is a be careful because they're daring you to p- bet the Chiefs because you don't have to lay the full 10. And the next two are vintage be carefuls. Houston getting only four and a half. The Giants having the leg. Even six. The Giants coming off a bye, having to lay not even six, a six and two team against a team many people believe is the worst team in football. I am telling you right now, everyone is going to be on Houston. When are the Giants going to start getting some respect, man? Houston's like one of the worst teams in the league right now. And the, yeah. 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 That's yeah. it. The, so here's <laughs> the thing. You're fine. Uh, I think the Giants are a good team with a bad quarterback. But this, I would feel better about betting the Giants. It sounds dumb, but this is why we created Be Careful. I would feel better about betting the Giants minus six than minus four and a half. Minus four and a half seems like such a trap. It feels like Vegas is begging you to bet the Giants the exact same thing with this next game. Cleveland at Miami. So Miami's undefeated with Tua. The offense is, scores 30 points at will. Cleveland's offense, aside from Nick Chubb, can do nothing. It's in Miami. And it's only three and a half. Do you, is there going to be any, what percent of the gambling public is going to be on the Giants and going to be on Miami? 75%? 80%? Anyone feel great about betting Jacoby Brissett versus that offense? And you're only getting three and a half points. The answer is no. So all three of those games, particularly the Giants of Miami, Vegas is daring you to or, or begging you to bet the favorite. That's why we created Be Carefuls. And again, we would have a better record this year if the Be Careful category, we simply had the courage to take the other side, to take Cleveland plus three and a half, to take Houston plus four and a half, we don't have that much courage, but I know a trap line when I see one. Everyone felt like it should have been Giants minus six and that it should be Miami minus seven. The fact that it's Giants minus four and a half, Miami minus three and a half, to me, it's not value. It's a trap. We're staying away. And then the last two, perfectly priced. One I don't care about at all, and the other's actually pretty interesting, but I think they priced it just right. New Orleans at Pittsburgh is the one I don't care about at all. Pittsburgh getting a point and a half. We'll see if T- what T.J. Watt's status is. New Orleans stinks. Both these offenses stink. It's going to be a terror. No one's going to watch this game. I don't want to spend any more time on it. I don't even know if it's perfectly priced. I just know I didn't want to spend the time handicapping it. I'm out on that game. No interest in watching it or gambling on it. Is there anything you want to say? I mean, Mike Tomlin has covered 83% of his games at, as a home underdog. Andy Dalton is the road dog favorite. Pittsburgh is off the bye. You're missing on this one. All right, this is the second time you've given me Mike Tomlin news that I didn't know about. 
Yeah. That is fascinating. He's covered 83% of his games. That's a great coach. 83% is a big number. I might, you know what? I think that also happens to be the best in NFL history. Wow. I might be missing on this one. I maybe should include Pittsburgh. Uh, you know what? I, I told you I didn't want to handicap it. I didn't investigate it. I just threw it in perfectly priced because I wanted to move on from it. And I wanted to talk Dallas Green Bay. But that's a fun fact. Uh, so Dallas at Green Bay, the reason I think this is perfectly priced is you can't make Green Bay a full touchdown underdog uh, at home when they are desperate. With that said, I don't see how Green Bay is going to be able to move the football against that Dallas defense. So I feel like four would be too little. I feel like seven would be too much. Five or six is just right. I think they, Vegas, I expect this to be a 21-17-21-14 type of game that Dallas wins. 24-17-24-20 right in there in that, you know, four, five, six, seven point range. So I think five is the right number. So you see Rodgers losing six in a row? even Oh, being absolutely. That he- I think the Packers stink. And I think Rodgers might be cooked. We talked about that on Thursday's show. So there it is. So we've got our three categories. Stay away from Seattle, Tampa, Minnesota, Buffalo, and Arizona and the Rams. Be careful laying the nine and a half with the Chiefs, the four and a half with the Giants, or the three and a half with Miami. And perfectly priced. Maybe I missed on Pittsburgh. It sounds like Demonze and our producers had some good Pittsburgh numbers. And Dallas Green Bay, everyone's going to watch it. You don't need to gamble on it. All right. We are red hot on these locks. I can't remember the last time we didn't get a lock right. We'll give you our lock. We'll see Demonze, unfortunately, not red hot on his picks. We'll see if he has picks. We'll up- update you on the half a million dollar survivor pool I'm in because we have a call it interesting update. We'll do all that. All that's as we wrap up uh, episode 94 of the week 10 gambling show on what's right. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. All right, final segment, quick segment here, recapping our picks and giving you lock of the week and update on Survivor. So our picks this week, Tennessee minus two and a half, Chicago minus two and a half, Vegas minus six, Chargers plus seven, Washington plus 11. Now I know what the right move is going to be. I know what our lock of the week is going to be. But of those, Demonze, do you have one that jumps out to you? 
Is there one that you think should be the right move of our five picks this week? You, you steered me right a couple weeks ago, so I'll listen to you. I know what I'm going with, actually. I won't be listening to you. I just want to see if one of them j- it jumps out to you. Is there one? I need an answer. Uh, you got to move. Chicago. Chicago? Yeah. That's the one I was going with. Oh, well. Oh, DeMonte's really sad about his AirPods right now. He's very disappointed. He's going to rally. Chicago, minus two and a half against Detroit. That was going to be the right move. That is the right move. I, You know what? I can't believe we're locking up Chicago. But the other thing that Justin Fields' emergence has done, it has caused a little mayhem with my planned out survivor picks. Because my plan was to fade Chicago as much as possible. You now have to switch that in Survivor to fading Indy as much as possible. Amazingly, however, I don't have the Raiders available this week because the Raiders, even though they only have two wins and I'm still alive in Survivor, I already used them. So Indy, they do play Philadelphia next week. That feels like... Pretty good survivor pick if you still have Philly available. They play Dallas in a few weeks, and Indy's going to be an absolute mess. Speaking of survivor, it's now down to 112 people. It would have been down to 80 exactly if the Chiefs had lost. I did not have the Chiefs. If you want to know how marrow deep my Chiefs loyalty goes, it's half a million dollars to win this survivor pool. Yeah. I would have knocked out 30% of the field down to 80 people. Now you're talking with a real chance. And I was still pulling for the Chiefs with all my heart. I'll win Survivor without it. I don't need those 32 knocked out. <laughs> this week's an interesting Survivor week in the pool I'm in, though. Only 12 people have Philadelphia available. So 100 people and only like 40 of the Chiefs available. So half the pool is going to have to go with non-Chiefs, non-Eagles. Uh, I think a lot of people were planning on or are planning on going with the Giants. I think it's an interesting survivor week. And in a few weeks in my pool, you have back-to-back double pick weeks. So I think I'm not saying who I'm going with because people watch and they're trying to win my money. Oh. But I'm feeling good. I think by the, I think next week when we talk, there's going to potentially be less than 70 people left in this survivor pool. Yep. Exotics this week don't have one. My apologies. I went through it. There's no great teaser. There is one teaser leg that I love, but I can't find anyone to pair it with. The teaser leg that I love is tease, a seven-point teaser on the Chiefs, teasing the Chiefs down to minus two and a half just to That's win by at least a field goal. But what are we pairing it with? I kind of would like to pair it with Houston, but there's no value there going from five and a half to 12 and a half. A Philly, if it were 10 or less, yes. But if you're going to do a seven-point teaser on a favorite, you want to be able to get it through at least through the four and really through the three. And Philly's an 11-point favorite. So it just gets you to... So there's no great... the, The most... The, the teaser legs that would make the most sense would be teasing Denver from two and a half up to eight and a half or nine and a half. Green Bay. Green Bay, I again, five-point teams, you don't really, you're not going to get as much value there. And I do think there's a scenario where Green Bay gets uh, gets blown out. So no teaser for us this week. 
to give you my apologies. I'd love it if I could. DeMonte last week went two and three, unfortunately. He's going to rally back this week. I don't even know. Do you have picks you want to give out or staying away from it? Just the offer? Yeah, I'm saving myself the embarrassment. Okay, listen, it happens. Two and three is not terrible. I had four straight weeks of two and three. I, I get paid a lot of money for this. It's no problem. You, the seven-team teaser or parlay was a little ambitious. I got to be honest with you. It was, a, it was a touch ambitious. All right. What's the offer? All right. The offer this week is called Das Angenbot, okay. which means the offer in German. Oh, oh. How yes. about that? Look at that picture. That's yeah. A German pretzel, a German beer. I love it. All right. Go ahead. My profile picture. We are parlaying Seattle plus two and a half in Germany. Franz Wagner, Wagner is how you pronounce it. Wagner mm-hmm. with a V, yes, to win the most improved player and Germany to win the World Cup. The odds come out to plus two hundred and five thousand four hundred thirty-five. Uh, uh, and then they're saying off Windershine, which I assume yeah. means good luck. I'm not certain. Yeah, off Windershine. Um. Oh, yeah. I'm not, feet are <laughs> I, I'm. I'm not taking that off. No. I'm not betting on Franz Wagner to win most improved player. I'm not betting on Germany to win the World Cup. And I'm not tying up money until May when they will announce most player. <laughs> I'm not giving giving a betting service my money interest free for them to hold. <coughs> so see, one leg of it is going to be done this weekend. If it wins, <laughs> we don't know if we've won the bet. I do appreciate it's the, the thrill. You know, what are the most improved player? You know, what? I'm not spending time on this. Germany's <laughs> not my pick to win the World Cup. I don't like rooting for Germany. I, I every year in the World Cup, I root for Brazil because I don't think they are the favorites. So I don't think they're going to win this year. They just play such a fun style of football. We, we'll talk more World Cup on the actual gambling on the actual show uh, next week. That's today's gambling show. Episode 94. Good luck this weekend. Hope you win your butt bets. Talk to you on Monday. What's right? Eva Dirty. That's not German. <laughs>